Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates, the Christmas special. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. How you doing? All right. I'm ready to get into some festive hate. Festive hate. Awesome. So we're going to start off with a, with a historical item, and that is I hate when I carry the armoire upstairs when the bottom falls off and rolls down the stairs and puts a hole in the wall and ruins Christmas. I don't know. That sounds like a great Christmas to me. It's... <laughs> Let's clean up. There's a great story behind this. Okay. So uh, in my it, currently in my living room, we actually still have this piece of furniture. Uh, this is a piece of furniture that my wife found at a yard sale for like five bucks, right? And she brings it home, and she completely like polishes it up and finishes it, and then takes the 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 really crappy glass out and has replaced it with some some wire mesh, and it looks really great. So great, and we've gotten lots of compliments on it over time. Uh, but we had this before we lived in this house, when we lived in a townhouse, which is kind of a smaller house, much smaller house, and because uh, it was a small townhouse. And when it came time to set the Christmas tree, I would have to take this thing upstairs. Um, and it's a, a very large and heavy piece of furniture. And I was grabbing it by the top. I had my arms all the way around the top part of it, and I'm just hauling it up these stairs. And right as I'm about to put it on the very top step which is actually the, the top floor of the house, there's this horrific sound where the bottom of this thing falls off and leaves me holding the, the upper shelving part. And it rolls down the stairs, uh, down about six stairs, and hits the wall and literally puts like a six-inch hole in the drywall on the landing of the stairwell. Wow, that sounds awful. What, like, <laughs> what, what part felt like I don't know understanding well, if you look at it it's got you know it's got the bottom part where like the it's the tv case right yeah so what the tv is sitting on is actually the bottom it's just a big like cubic uh prism there or okay. rectangular prism that's on the bottom with some with some shelving on top of it that's all it is and it was just held in with these little t thin wire nails so you're telling me you grabbed it incorrectly um perhaps but I was the only guy <laughs> capable of moving it upstairs at the time. There, yeah. My son was very young. There was no way he was helping me without possibly – if, and if he'd have been around when this happened, it would have killed him. <laughs> it would have wiped him out. Wiped him out. That would have been it. Um, so, you know, I'm standing there at the top of the stairs with just the shelves in my hand, and I go, huh, all right, well, let's put this in here. Doot, doot, doot. And I put that in the uh, in the bedroom, where, which is where we kept it. And then I went downstairs, drug the other piece up, put some tape over the hole so nobody could really notice, and then patched the hole after Christmas. But anyway, that began a tradition at our house where uh, we have this ornament that is the Griswold family ornament. It came with a, with a copy of Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. And now, every year, someone gets to hang that ornament for the biggest Christmas screw-up of the year. I and, assume you uh, were the inaugural. I was the inaugural hanging of that ornament because... Ruiner of Christmas. I, right, the ruiner of Christmas. I, And, and it's kind of like a joke in our house. We, Whenever somebody screws up, we just yell, you ruined Christmas! And that's it. <laughs> awesome. So if... if uh, and we ha I actually have a list of, of when that's happened. I've actually kept metrics. In a couple of years, nobody's had to hang... hang the, nobody has had to hang the ornament. Like last year, I'm pretty sure no one Yeah, did. I don't think anybody did last year. Uh, one year, my daughter did because she was riding a sled down a hill and crashed into a fence <laughs> right before Christmas. Yay. Bruising her leg terribly. That was awesome. She got to hang the ornament that year. <laughs> so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> one of the other things I hate, and it, this has to do with living in an old house. This house is, is uh, older than I am, which is pretty old. I've said that before in this podcast. But I hate that I can't have a holiday season without some kind of plumbing crisis. Okay. All right, so it's like every year something happens to the plumbing, and I know what it's going to be this year. 
it's going to be the ice maker. Because okay. I hear the ice maker, and it's making a lot of really loud noise, and that is probably going to 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 uh, to to fail the day before Christmas, and it's probably going to fail at like uh, probably 7 p.m. when all the stores are closing, and I won't be able to fix it until the following Tuesday. Do you hear that? That's the sound of fate taking notes. <laughs> I was wondering what that scribbling sound was. Yes. But I've had to, uh, I had to replace a, uh, a disposal last year, I think, or maybe it was two years ago. I had to actually just run out and get a disposal because uh, my wife's parents had come down from out of town and we're cooking dinner and everything's going on. And all of a sudden we can't, uh, we can't use the sink anymore because it's leaking profusely because the disposal has failed. And it's failed in a way that you can't patch it. So I just went out and got a new disposal and... But you know what? I've gotten so good at, dispo- at replacing disposals, I fixed it in like under 45 minutes. Well, then maybe maybe it'll be something really quick and easy then. Maybe it will be. Or maybe it'll be catastrophic. Maybe it'll be me having to snake my sewer line again. I don't know. Um, it's, so you just keep building the list of possibilities. That's right. That's right. So Fate is listening. Hear that, Fate? You Take those notes. <laughs> so I'm going to change gears now. We're going to go into some of the holiday advertising that I hate. Ah, uh, yes. You're aver- you and advertising have quite the hate relationship. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I think I mentioned this in the podcast before that my first degree is actually in mass communication. Uh, I graduated with a degree in 1990, well, a long time ago, in <laughs> mass com. You narrowed it down to a period of 10 years. Congratulations. Right. There you go. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And the, one of the, my favorite class in that was a class called Structuring the Media Message, where we, we wrote advertising. I truly enjoyed that. And I, I, you know, if I'm, if I'm on a DVR and I'm going through a DVR and watching, watch, you know, skipping over the commercials, if a commercial looks funny, I will go back and watch that commercial. Because good advertising is rewarding. Exactly. Good advertising but so is rewarding. Poor advertising. But there's so much crap out there. Yeah. And never is there more crap in advertising than around this time of year right now. Because it's all cookie cutter. Exactly. And the, one of the worst things about it is these car commercials. Oh, yes. First off, yes. who buys a car for Christmas? That's what I keep thinking. I look at it, and it's like, it's especially Lexus. Lexus, Lexus is, is terrible the at it. top offender. And, because uh, Lexus, Lexus, Lexus cars are not cheap. No, they're not. They are high-end cars. They are Toyota's high-end car. And right. it's like, so you're telling me you're spending $60,000 on a Christmas on a present. Christmas present. Well, that blows my Christmas budget. Sorry, not kids, only, you're not getting anything. Not only that, a lot of the times it shows like significant others, wives, husbands buying these cars for each other. Right. And it's like, that's a big purchase. Yeah. I don't ever want someone I'm married to to just make a $60,000 exactly. purchase without me knowing. Yeah. If my wife came home and said, I got you a Lexus, I'd be like, you did what? You spent how much? <laughs> And I'm sure she would be the same way if I came home with with a car and said, I got you this. I knew you always wanted it. This <laughs> blows the budget out of the water for the next three months. For the, Well, for the next 60 months. Yeah. So uh, right? I hope we're all okay with, you know, not living in a house. Right. Yeah, exactly. Making the mortgage payment now. <laughs> but, you know, not, not, only, not only that, it's not something that you don't discuss, but these commercials are just so insipid. And, and, and frankly, last year they were disgusting. Um, they were like, it was like the parent was outside looking at the car, like, look at my car. I just got it. And the kid's going, did you get what you want, dad? Like, that's what Christmas is about. Yeah. On these, uh, this year, Lexus has kind of toned it down a little bit. And now it's the, the adults are now like children hugging the cars. And then, then they, they flash back. Yeah. It's still, still disgusting. Still absolutely disgusting. Last year, there was a Comcast commercial that made the hair on the back of my neck stand up with this narcissistic brat of a teenage girl going to see her grandparents. Uh huh. So it shows her, the commercial shows her grandparents reading a tweet about her going to her grandparents' house and hating it because they don't have any Wi Fi connectivity. And, and they, they also show pictures of the nine year old girl that she used to be smiling on all the pictures. And then this brat shows up at their house and she's, she's turned back into the smiling child because they've gone to Comcast and gotten high speed internet. And now she can be connected, but no, she's not really just sitting there staring at her phone. Like any narcissistic person like this would be doing. She's actually engaged with them, which is just complete and total crap. That's never happening. That's just nonsense from beginning to end. Yeah, exactly. I was researching this one today and i found another uh i found an article about this from last year where somebody said uh, they'd make that kid stand outside 
and all all through Christmas dinner. I was like, wow, that's been more than I would do. But um, I, these commercials are just terrible. I agree. Although the car commercials, I think there is a way to do it right. Uh -huh. You can oh. you can advertise for cars right during the holidays. Yep. Without being pretentious about it, I agree. You can and do that. Specifically, Mercedes does this very well. They have the Santa Claus motif thing going. I so would agree have, with that. They'll have like the eight Mercedes cars like leading the way, and then there's a red one following. Right, like but I, Santa's reindeer because it's like it's just they don't to, have prices. Right, they don't say it's, buy a car for Christmas. Yeah, they're just it's not it's our a winter sales event advertisement for Mercedes. It's like Mercedes is just trying to keep you keep their brand on the top of your mind. Exactly. Just right? just so you don't don't forget Mercedes. We're not are, saying go out and buy cars. a car right now. We're just saying when you want to buy a car, yes. buy a Mercedes. Exactly. And that and that I can, that I can kind of get behind. I'm okay with that. I'm yes. all right with that. Because it's it's not the whole we're going to put a bow on it and and gift it to you for Christmas. I mean, even the Toyota ones are not that bad. Hey, it's our Toyota winter sales event, which is, you know, kind of a terrible term anyway, but you know, they they're not telling you um, to buy a car for your spouse, you know, or, or yeah. get it as a gift. They're just saying, hey, we have some opportunities in here, and you, can, you know, just, it's just a, it's another scam sale. But you know, because <laughs> they just don't exist. But the advertising is not as bad. So the advertising is okay. not as bad, right? <laughs> but and you know, Toyota still has to make money as well, even though the it's the holidays, and they have to compete like everybody else with for the money. But you don't have to do it poorly in such a way that I'm sick of watching your commercials because they just make me want to retch. <clears throat> Lexus. <clears throat> yeah, Lexus. I'm looking at you, Lexus. All right, so I'm off of commercials now, Jake. Okay. And I'm talking about something else I hate, and I hate cookie exchanges. What's wrong with cookie exchanges? Ah, so you know, it sounds like a great idea, right? Yeah. And you get cookies. I'm going to I'm going to uh, to put a caveat on this because we had a cookie exchange here at my house like a week and a half ago. Uh huh. And we had a it was a relatively small cookie exchange. There were like five other people that came. And everybody that came put their best foot forward for cookies. And it was it was a remarkable cookie exchange. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that is the exception and not the rule. And now let me tell you a story about the last cookie exchange that was attended by a member of this household. My wife is a fabulous baker of cookies. Anybody that looks at me will look at will 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 understand one thing they'll either say he cooks well or he has somebody that cooks well and my wife cooks very very well she is an amazing cook and when it comes to baking cookies she makes what i consider to be the world's best chocolate chip cookies now mm, that's quite a statement right it is a statement you should you should try them I certainly will. So they're, why they're so, so good? And, well, okay. I think so, I I think I see where you're going so with this. So here, here's here's what happened once. Okay. My wife went to a cookie exchange where she made twelve dozen of the world's best chocolate chip cookies, then took them out of my house to somebody else's house, and came back with zero of the world's ch best chocolate chip cookies <laughs> and twelve dozen cookies that some couldn't even be called cookies. Subpar monstrosities. Subpar monstrosities. That's a great way to say it. Not only that, but my wife went through the effort. She's very crafty as well. She took every dozen of these cookies and she put them into a little tin with a little paper in it and boxed them up. Every one oh, of these wow. things was like a little Christmas gift that, that these people at this other at this cookie exchange got. But we got back like cookies on a paper plate covered in cellophane. <laughs> And they were crap cookies. Oh, I was so infuriated with it. I'm like, you are never doing this again. I I put my foot down, Jake. <laughs> I forbid her to go to another cookie exchange. That's that's incredible. Of Why course, we... you see how well that worked. We had one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it didn't it didn't work. <laughs> so that's that's interesting because I guess. It, I mean, like, if you're making cookies, though, you yeah. have to be like, let's make an extra batch just to keep here because I think yeah. that, I think that's what should be the change it, from now on. It should be. But so at this last cookie exchange and at every cookie exchange, someone brings oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh. And oatmeal raisin cookies are the worst. I will say that everyone who I heard from who had the, the oatmeal raisin cookies who were brought to this last cookie exchange said they were the best oatmeal raisin cookies they've ever had. That doesn't say anything. It, That's like saying this was the 
best worst thing that ever happened to me. Well, you and I are on the same page on oatmeal raisin cookies, Jake. <laughs> that's 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 not a that's not a positive statement. Right. It's well, I don't want to offend my neighbor if if my neighbors are listening to this podcast. Eh. <laughs> but uh, they got high praise from people that enjoy oatmeal raisin cookies, but I do not enjoy oatmeal raisin cookies, and I hate raisins, and it's in my show opener and everything, and I just can't stand the idea of raisins in cookies, and every time you go to a cookie exchange, somebody does that. It's not their fault. Maybe they like raisins. Maybe they like oatmeal raisin cookies. But why do I have to have them back into my house as a replacement (laughs) for the world's best chocolate chip cookies? I I don't mind that they exist. They just can't exist here. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. Joe's neighbor... uh... You can like oatmeal raisin cookies, but we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Right. We're going to have to dis- agree to disagree. I don't want to cause any neighborhood discord. <laughs> I've, caused, thing- I've caused a war to break out here. <laughs> They're going to egg my house. They are. Christmas Eve. My, I'm sorry. <laughs> the final thing I hate, and okay. this is the absolute worst thing. Have you ever heard of Yankee Swap? Yankee Swap. No. What okay. is that? So you get invited to a Christmas party, uh-huh. and on the invitation it says, bring a Christmas gift that's wrapped that costs under some dollar amount. Usually it's like 20 bucks or $15. Okay. And then when you come in, they say, put your Christmas gift under the tree, right? So you put your gift mm-hmm. under the tree, and then at the end of the night or somewhere during the course of the night, they say, now we're going to play Yankee Swap. And here's how this works. You pull a number out of a hat, and then in, in order of your number, you go up and you grab a present from under the tree. Oh, is this is this kind of like a white elephant? Kind of, but... It's got a twist to it. Okay. An evil, sinister twist. So let's say I go up, I'm number one, and I open the I open the package, and it's something I enjoy, right? Or whatever. It's package yeah. A. Now person number two, it's their turn, and they have a choice to make, and their choice is they can either uh, yank a new present from under the tree mm-hmm. or take my present. Oh yeah, so this is I uh I've yeah, that's how I've done white elephants before. Is that the same thing as white elephants? As far as as far as I understand, yeah. Um I actually did one this December. So that's and that was how it was was billed was as a white elephant. As a white elephant. So yeah. so, so Yankee swap, white elephant, same thing? Yeah. Sounds like it's the same thing. It sounds like it, yeah. So then, then if I'm the first person, I have no present, so I have to go back up and pick another present. Yeah. Then the third person goes, and guess what? They can take this present from me, too. Yeah. Right? And I just... it. So it sounds to me like they aren't doing this right, because the way I've done it with people is if you're the first person that goes, you get to do the last steal, because you haven't had an opportunity to steal something. Right. So you can pick the last, like, if you choose to steal, you can at the end. Right. Um, also, like. I just don't like the idea of stealing presents. I'm I think, fine with the idea of having some kind of communal lottery where everybody yeah. goes in and you pick a present and then everybody grabs a present that they didn't bring and they open it and you, you just get what you get. I as, but The what, way that we've played it is it's not necessarily gag gifts, but it's silly stuff. Things that are, yeah, this is a Christmas present, but it's not like, oh, I got to have that or I really am gunning for that. You know, or yeah, maybe if that's it is true, it's, it's it, normally more, it's like that. It's but not that, about I think the gift that's that the you're part, getting. I think that's the part that's a white elephant. Yeah. Is a white elephant something you don't want, but when it's I It's not it's not something that you don't want. It's just a gift that's like it's not like I got a car cleanup kit. And I'm not someone that super takes care of my car, so it's like whatever. <laughs> right. But th- there were similar things kind of oh like that. There was Turtle like candy. Wax. There was uh, somebody does craft things, and they brought one of those. So it wasn't like stuff that you don't stuff that you are like I absolutely don't want that. But it's stuff like I can live without. So you're not fighting each other. It's not malicious. It's the. It's more about the. It's fun to play this game. It's not fun. Than it is. Not to get fun. the present, you know what I mean. This is not fun. Okay, it's it's. Well, you're just a stick in the mud. I'm not sticking the mud, Jake. I'm all about <laughs> I'm all about having some kind of random distribution of presents. I am going to fun. have to. This is going to be the first one I think of your hate that I'm going to disagree with. Really, <sighs> you're fired. I'm I'm fired. <laughs> okay, well, good luck editing this. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. You're not fired. Please Yay, come back, I Jake. To, I get to keep my job. <laughs> Yay. So, um, no, I it, what I don't like about it is, uh, you know, I. One time I got 
a, a present at this thing, and and I was fortunate in in that nobody else wanted it. But it was like it was an electric carving knife, which I'm a big fan of electric carving knives. I know most people don't like them, but I uh-huh. actually like them. And I the whole time I was sitting there worried somebody's going to yank this thing from me. Someone's going to swap it. I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to be hosed. I'm not going to get this knife. I did go home with it, but it was a miserable experience for me. It wasn't fun. It's kind of sowed the seeds of animosity and discontent amongst these people in the neighborhood. <laughs> Why do you want to do that at Christmas? Why? It, you shouldn't do that. Either either just have a gift exchange or a secret Santa, that's even better, where you, you know, or a random Santa. That's yeah. that's a great idea. But don't do this yank swap Take away, steal. Ugh. It just makes me crazy. I, I can appreciate that, but I simply disagree. Okay. I'm All gonna right. Tolerate your disagreement this time, Jake. I'm <laughs> tolerate your dissent for now. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for Joe Rates Your Hate. There's a lot of hate for us to rate this time. So it's going to have to be um, kind of like, like it was for the Halloween episode where I just tell you whether or not I hate something. I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to fit yeah, we're not rating be able to, all these to things. To rate in all here. these. So, right. Noah. Lisa from Upstairs, which, for the audience, coincidentally, she also happens to be downstairs right now. <laughs> Say hello, Lisa. Hello. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Joe. Yay. <laughs> and uh, and Joyce. <laughs> Who's they, not here. Yes. No, Joyce is not here, and neither is Noah. But all three of them are 100% on board with you on the car commercials. Good. They, They're all they right-thinking agree. Americans. Well, actually, <laughs> I don't know if Noah's an American, but he's a right-thinking person. You know what? We need more people like you, Noah. Right. Uh, Brian says, I absolutely hate that damn Hershey Kisses commercial that has played for 142 <laughs> years. And Kelly seconds that. Huh. <laughs> I know, is this the one with the bells? I guess. I don't. I, that's the thing. I'm not super keenly aware of Hershey's commercials. It's the it's the Hershey's Kiss commercial with where, where they're all like doing the hand bells. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's like ringing, I guess it's and they're bit... playing. We wish you a merry Christmas. On I think bells. it's more like ten years. Yeah, it's uh, been a long Brian, time. But this has I been see around what for you're a while. saying. There yeah, was I'm... an M M&M and M one that had played for like twenty years. Yeah, and the that one was when where the M and Ms see Santa. and yeah. they both realize that they're real. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, because like the one freaks out. He's like, he does exist, and then Santa goes, they do exist, and right. he passes out. And yep. I'm like. What the M and M's exist? What are you talking about? <laughs> You're a mythical being. Like, these are M and M's. Why are you surprised at yeah, talking M and M's exist? Is that? Santa Claus? I never understood that. That was around when I was like a, a kid still. Right. Like, like, like in my teens, and I'm like, what is? I don't understand that one. That one doesn't make any sense. And this is a completely different Christian holiday, but Easter they still have the same Cadbury uh, cream egg commercial with all the different animals trying to be the Cadbury bunny. Oh, yeah. That's, that's been going on for like 20 years. It That one looks like that's been around since like the late 80s. It, it's starting to age, visually age. At least the yeah. Hershey's Kiss ad kind of looks like it's still new. Yeah, that's, that's, mean, that's computer generated. It is, but I mean, and that's why it still looks good. Maybe they just update, update it every year. I don't know. Probably not, though. Probably cheaper just to run this one. I don't know how I feel about this, Brian. Um, I hate. I wish they'd come up with a new original concept. I'm with you on that. But I don't hate this commercial. Okay, so we're moving into songs now. Songs. Yes. Um, Dave hates the song Christmas Shoes. Oh, this Dave is 100% right. I agree. This is the oh. worst Christmas song ever. It's so depressing. It is. Well, you know what I think it is? You know what I think of the whole time I'm listening to this song? Is the guy that owns this shoe store is getting conned by a kid? <laughs> he's getting okay. he's getting con- it Let's, sounds like I a think, con job. Sure, but I don't know that you should lead off with that. That's what I <laughs> because think because we're coming from the perspective of that this is true. No, I'm not. I'm coming <laughs> from the perspective of this being a song. I right? see. Because if this were true, why are you in a shoe store instead of at your mother's side, uh, being being with her when you when you should be? You know, your mother doesn't have much that much time. If everything you're telling me is true, kid, your mother doesn't have that much time left on the planet. Don't spend it here with me trying to calm me out of these shoes. Go back and see your mom. Things Joe is cynical about. Right, exactly. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but I mean, I, I hate it more just because it's depressing. It is depressing. It's like, I don't want to, I don't know. Like, this is supposed to be a happy time of year, and I guess you still want to, you know, understand that people are... You know, don't have that kind of opportunity yeah. to be happy, but at the same time, and, and then people are actually dying this time of year of natural causes. Well, That's think true. about it. Think about it, though. Let's try to put this in perspective. Is it better to be miserable 
that people elsewhere are miserable and can't be happy? No. Or is it better to be thankful that you can be happy and then be happy about it? I'm with thankful on that one. Yeah. This goes back right. to my, my Debbie Downers on Facebook. Yeah. You know, this uh, from episode eight. You, you can be aware and have pity on those that can't have... Or empathy. Can't, can't be where you are right now. Right. But to then... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To self-flagellate yourself about it and and be like, I because of this, I am not allowed to be happy. Right. I feel like that's wrong and that's that's just that's I, like self-harm. Like, why are you doing that to yourself? So Sue and Lisa from upstairs hate I won a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I I don't know. I hate this song too, because it's just annoying. Um, but you know, I, I don't know if I'm listening to Christmas music and, uh, and this song comes on, I won't stop what I'm doing and go over and, and click to the next song. Uh, like I will with the Christmas shoes song. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I hate this song. It's, it's nowhere near my favorite Christmas song. I mean, if, if I have such a thing, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's a terrible song. I hate it. It's, it's just silly yeah it's nonsensical it's a nonsensical song exactly give me that rational christmas music (laughs) right (laughs) so the next category we have is movies movies and nancy from facebook hates a christmas story playing all day on christmas day i hate this movie (gasps) nancy so yeah i read that and i know how much you like that movie so i do like that movie it's a movie i make a point to watch once a year but I'm with you, Nancy. I won't watch it all day on Christmas. <laughs> I will not do that. Uh, I don't understand that concept of, of broadcasting. I don't understand why people think, you know what, we're just going to run one show on an endless loop all day. I think, well, first off, there's no one there. It's automated. The television station's automated, right? Well, it's it's a major net. It's a cable yeah. network, right? There's nobody there. There's somebody there. No. If Janitor, it's a, maybe. Uh, maybe. And they're, for some reason have to clean on christmas if if they if if this station has any broadcast capability they they have to have somebody there and control okay. the transmitter but it's not they're there to push the big button in case something goes wrong not right. to program things do you know what i mean yeah like they're not they're not a program director they're there to just push the button there are people at every major network all the big four uh every day and why why is it that discovery channel can run a mythbusters marathon with different episodes because it's not I mean that's, that's the thing it, people this this movie has like a cult following yeah and think about it when are going to when are people going to watch it they're only going to watch it around christmas but here's the thing no, no, about no 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 like what time during the day oh i don't know exactly uh, you know there what? will be people that are like we're going to wake up and we're going to watch it there will be people that are like we're going to get up we're going to do presents we're going to eat breakfast and then we're going to watch it there're going to be people that are going to wait until everyone shows up and then they're going to watch it right and you know what the solution to that is? Play a it D- all day. A DVD. <laughs> that's that's the solution. Or nobody has DVDs anymore. Or, Everyone okay. just watches Netflix. Or they, you can you can buy it on Amazon Prime or on Amazon and put it on your Fire this TV. Is, this is free though. Yeah, but you got to suffer through all the commercials, and you know there's <laughs> going to be a bunch of Lexus commercials on there. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, Nancy, I'm splitting this one. I don't hate this movie because I actually kind of enjoy the movie, but I do hate watching it over and over and over and over again. Just like I hate watching any movie over and over and over again. Okay. So now this is going to be interesting. Someone said they hate Christmas Vacation, (gasps) but then they deleted their comment like a coward. Who would dare say they hate the movie Christmas Vacation? To you especially. Especially to me. This, This is so funny. Every year at Christmas, I change my profile picture to Clark Griswold in his maniacal rage with his hat on. Uh, because this movie speaks to me on such such a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, uh, I watched the very first Christmas, or very first vacation movie, National Lampoon's Vacation, and I watched that movie, and I watched it all the way through, and I was just like, "This is just the most profoundly sad movie I've ever seen." This guy is just trying to take his family on a vacation, and nothing is working right. 
Now I watch that movie and I laugh and laugh and laugh <laughs> because I have piles of of experience taking my family on vacations. <laughs> and and I identify with with that movie so much. I think those two movies are the best in the franchise. The first one in Christmas Vacation. Everything else, I, I've, I've seen it maybe once. And anything after Christmas Vacation, I've never watched all the way through. Um, like So I guess I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of European Vacation. But Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite movies. It's one that I make a point to watch every single Christmas at least once, most of the time twice. All right. So whoever said this, you are wrong. <laughs> it's a great movie. Okay. So, I just want to make this clear. Joe wrote this next part. Okay. So, Joe Joe writes the scripts for these things, and I'm reading this. So, you should feel good about this. World-renowned, world-renowned now, world renowned. podcast logo artist yep. Susie Blake right. hates being a retail worker around the holidays and being treated like crap by people in the holiday spirit. <laughs> Uh, I I can agree with that. I've I've only worked in like grocery stores. Yeah. Around Christmas time, I haven't been like at a, a like a retail establishment, but I can definitely relate to people. People are crazy and they're stupid normally. Yeah. Like humanity is like that's just how humans are. Yeah. Um, but something happens and just a switch just goes off in people's heads. Like around and they this get time a little year. extra crazy and a little extra stupid. Yeah. And the, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just these people don't venture out until Christmas time. They're like, I guess I have to go do these things. Right. And I love how Susie states this in the holiday spirit with the scare quotes, scare quotes around holiday spirit. Yeah. Um, I, I really can't relate to this one. Um, I have worked retail uh, around the holidays, but when I was doing that, I was working at a shoe store, and uh, shoes aren't really big on the on the Christmas gift list. But yes, yeah, Susie, I'm with you on this. I hate it. It's terrible. People shouldn't treat people in retail. You know, it's got to be one of the hardest jobs to have. And not only that, but also one of the least rewarding jobs you can have is uh, working retail around the holidays. All right. So in a similar vein to that, Joseph hates people who hold up cashiers at the mall because they are not getting a discount the store doesn't offer. (laughs) It's buy one, get one half off. Not buy one, get both half off. <laughs> you know what? I'm with Joseph on this. I'm also still with Susie. People should treat these these retail workers a little bit better. You know, I try to make it's just just treat them like a human being. Yeah, treat you know you should you treat just, everybody better. Exactly. Than you do. There's no special right? rules here. Right. It's just they're a person too. Right. They are stressed just like you are. Exactly. Just take that into account. That's Thank all. Thank you, Jake. That all very very eloquent way to say exactly what I'm what I'm trying to. Th- say and not doing it um <laughs> you know i'm just not having a way with word, words right now i guess uh, and someone gave you someone thought that would be a great idea if you had a podcast right <laughs> let's talk let's talk <laughs> uh you know i i have seen the people who try to negotiate with the, with the uh the retail um person at the cash register i'll get into this at the uh in a future podcast that i have as a as a as a, something we're going to talk about uh, much more in depth in a, in a future podcast. But yeah, I hate this. I Joseph. Mean, it's a retail store. It's not a bazaar. Right, exactly. You can't haggle like that. Right. Anyway. Okay. So, moving on. Chad from Facebook hates that every commercial on TV or radio for a jewelry store tries to tell you that you don't really love your wife or girlfriend if you don't spend a ridiculous amount of money on a new piece of jewelry for her for the holidays, as if your manhood is measured by the number of zeros on a receipt. (laughs) That's pretty good. Although, Chad, I'm sure that there are some people that would disagree with you that your manhood is measured by the number of zeros on a receipt, specifically the number of zeros on your bank account. But let's not get into that. Yeah, I'm with you, Chad. I'm with you. Um, uh, I, I, you know what? I could go into another. I, you know, I'm going to save all of what I'm what was going through my head right now for another future podcast. This is just <laughs> I'm writing ideas these things on down. the fly. Yep. But uh, yeah, Chad, I hate this too. Okay, I do. So Tom from Facebook hates taking down and putting away all the Christmas stuff when Christmas is over. It's unrewarding, busy work. 
Yeah, and you and uh, it's depressing too. It is depressing, and you went through all the effort to get everything up. I really hate putting the Christmas Christmas decorations away. Yeah, um, you know, I I because first off, it is a lot of work. It's it's every bit the work of getting getting them out. Um, and the only thing that you have when you're done is a house that looks exactly the same as it did uh, two months ago or a month and a half ago, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's I'm with you, Tom. It's uh, it's depressing stuff. Yep. So Tammy from Facebook hates New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Nobody ever keeps them longer. By the way, this is the only one I believe that's not Christmas related. Ah. Yeah, the only one not New Year's. We did open this up for any kind of any holiday around this time of year. Right. I when, asked for uh, specifically for uh, Christmas, New Year's, and uh, Hanukkah. And I guess Kwanzaa falls in that. Yeah. The only thing we got was all a bunch of Christmas stuff, and then this one New Year's one. one. New Nobody Year's. had any complaints about Hanukkah. Yeah. Maybe next year. Or Kwanzaa. Maybe, Maybe next year. Maybe next year. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um, but yeah, she uh, she says nobody ever keeps them longer than about a month. Right. The New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And when you break them, you tend to feel guilty about it. Yep. If you were serious about making a change in your life, why would you wait until January 1st? I personally resolve not to make a New Year's resolution. Yeah, I, here's 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 how I think about that. That Tammy, you are one hundred percent correct, and I hate this too. And about maybe fifteen years ago, I made one New Year's resolution that I've kept, and that is that I will never again make a New Year's resolution. <laughs> and that if I want to enact a positive change in my life, I will do it immediately. I won't wait for something to pass, some arbitrary deadline to pass. And and what you're saying is exactly right. Nobody ever keeps them. And you can tell that by going to the gym. Right? So if you That's you're, the typical one. If you're a if you're a regular gym user, I'm not right now. I have been in the past, but right now I'm 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 exercising in a different fashion, so I don't go to a gym. But when you go to the gym in January, it's packed. It's absolutely packed. And I used to say, I'm not going to the gym in January. I'll be back in February. And you go back in February, and there's nobody there. <laughs> right? You're 100% correct, Tammy. And I've observed it in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the real world. All right. So then Joyce from Facebook uh-huh. hates Elf on a Shelf. <sighs> I'm already sick of the stupid photos, and it's just starting. I, I hate Elf on a Shelf. And I, I will tell you why I hate Elf on a Shelf. Do you know how this works, Jake? I am only vaguely... Aware. All right, so I have two young nephews who do this elf on the shelf crap, and what they do is is the elf comes out and he sits in a new place every day because when he goes home at night or when he at night he leaves and he goes reports back to Santa what's going on, and that determines uh, whether or not you're going to be on the naughty list or the nice list. See, that's right? not that that's not canon to me because I'm pretty sure the song goes. He sees you when you're sleeping. Ah, he knows when you're awake. Excellent. excellent he doesn't side need point. some damn elves to figure it out exactly. for him. Exactly. He already knows. That's exactly this how the song goes. Exactly. I, I would agree with that. That that's another reason. Another reason to hate Elf on the Shelf. But what I don't like about it is that you're you're putting this kind of supervision on your kids to to have them behave well, so they can be on the naughty list or a nice list. That you should, as a parent. It, it should, it's incumbent upon you to teach your kids to be nice, to be on the nice list, because that's what you're supposed to do as a member of a society. Not because you're getting a present. Not because you're getting a present. It's just the bare minimum of what, of what is expected of you in life. Okay? So, yeah, kids, you don't punch each other, right? <laughs> you don't fight. You don't argue. You don't steal things from your brother or your sister or whatever. You just, you're, you're supposed to be a nice person. Doesn't mean you have to be a doormat, but you don't need a little elf on a shelf to make this make this point. So I'm with you, Joyce. I'm with you on the elf on the shelf. Yes. What's next? Okay, so Yvonne from Facebook hates slow people at the mall while trying to shop. Uh-huh. And I, I I agree wholeheartedly because I was just at the mall. Were you? I was in a department store, and there were two women in front of me who could not be bothered to move faster than a crawl. <laughs> you need an air they horn, Jake. They could not be bothered. And they were, and they, like, and the one kind of, like, did a half glance behind her because she knew somebody was behind them. But I'm like, there's nowhere else I can go. You're in an aisle. Right. Where am I going to go? You're, you're, you're being jerks. Yep. Like, really? 
And they look around and go, oh, good, someone I can oh, inconvenience. Yes, because I have nothing better to do with my day. Right. What is this? Uh, it's Vaughn, like the people that, I, I, that resonates with me. It, Thank you. And me too. It's like the people that get in the car and then while you're waiting for the parking space, which I kind of hate people that wait for parking spaces, but when it's this time of year. Oh, yeah. When, if, if there's that parking to me spaces, at work. If there's parking spaces, a, a, if there's parking spaces a plenty, then I I will not wait for a parking space. I'll just uh-uh. go to a parking space and I'll park. Yeah. Right. Because you're, you're wasting all that time. Right. I'll, I will be, be where I'm going faster if I just park. But yeah. when you're at a at, at a store at a mall or something and it's this time of year and you can't find a parking space and somebody gets in the car and it's just them and they just sit there and wait and wait and wait because they know that you're. It's the same thing. It's the same phenomenon. I, I felt and fresh, I yeah that that happens to me while I'm at work. Because around when I get done with my shift, right, there are a whole bunch of people coming into the building, right. So there will be some person that's like roaming the parking lot because I get there really early in the morning. So usually there's a space open closer to the building for me. Yep. So I I park at a close spot to the building, but every time I get out, there's someone roaming the parking lot at a crawl, and there's looking plenty for of spaces someone available. getting ready to leave. And then they spot me, and then they whip around, and they're right there waiting for me to get out. And I've at first I was like, oh, my God, I better get out of here. Somebody's waiting for me. I've gotten to the point where I couldn't care less. Right. And I'm just, you're, you're going to wait because yeah, well, but I'm going to take my time now because you're because you're trying to pressure me into going faster as opposed to that, – because that's different. We're talking – when people are slow while you're trying to shop, it's because you're obviously in a hurry – but you're trying to inconvenience me because you're in a hurry, as a as opposed to um, this person who is irrationally in a hurry because they could just go park. Right. There are parking spaces. You just want a close parking space. Right. You just want the rock star parking. Yeah, rock star parking. I don't know about that. <laughs> but it's a little bit. I feel like there's a little bit of a difference there. Well, I'm with you, Yvonne. I, I hate this. I hate slow people getting in front of you at the at the at, when you're when you're at the mall shopping or at the store or whatever. It drives me crazy. So Dave from Facebook hates neighbors who leave their Christmas decorations up year round. <laughs> and there's a part of me that says, yeah, that's kind of trashy. But there's also a part of me that remembers one of the earlier hates about having to take Christmas decorations down and how depressing it is. And maybe just people don't want to deal with how depressing it is. Yeah, you still have to do it. It's busy work, yeah. If you drive out Interstate 70, leaving Baltimore, and then you get on Interstate 68, which is uh, the one that stays in Maryland while 70 goes into Pennsylvania. Uh, this is in the United States. You keep going, um, and you'll start seeing, like in March, early April, people still have their Christmas lights up, and they're still on. Yeah. That's a little bit too long, I think. <laughs> you know, I often wonder if I look inside, do they still have a Christmas tree up? And if they have a Christmas tree up, are they smokers? Because that Christmas tree is going up like a tinderbox. <laughs> so now we have a special rant from my brother, Josh. <laughs> Hi, so, Josh. Hey, Josh. How's it going? This is uh, – I'm excited to do this because I've read this ahead of time, and I'm I'm ready to go. So the first thing he hates is the hassle of Christmas lights not working. <sighs> and I, I am so on board with that because I remember countless Christmases, us setting up the tree – and you get out the lights, and one of them somewhere is out. Yep. And you have no idea which one it is. And because of how the circuit's set up, if one goes out, they all go out. Right. And yeah. It's, on the older oh. ones, that's true. On newer ones, it's not so not so true anymore. But well, we would always shop at the secondhand Christmas stores, uh, so you'd always get the old stuff. Right. Um. But yeah, that's uh, I that absolutely I hate that. Yeah. Uh, wrapping presents, particularly trying to make good corners and taping it. I don't know, Josh. I think that's just because you're a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to that. Yeah. If you lighten up on it, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. Um, not that I'm advocating this, but have a couple drinks beforehand. It also makes it a lot more tolerable. <laughs> um, and then uh, he hates Christmas music remixes, which is kind of falls in line with the whole songs thing. Yeah. And I... I'm not sure exactly why you hate this. Is it because you hate it? You hate Christmas stuff that's forced, like it. It's not a Christmas song, and then you remix it, and it becomes a Christmas song. Or is it a Christmas song that then you make the techno dance? Remix? Yeah, I'm not sure which way you're going with this. So, um, I mean, I guess either way is kind of weird. Yeah, I guess either way, I kind of hate those. 
Um, all right. Valentine's Day decorations being up in stores already. Uh, that's that's just the like. You want to talk about a Hallmark holiday? Yeah, retailers that has gotten creeping. out of hand. I mean, we we talked about this for the Halloween episode and stuff uh, about Christmas stuff already. Yeah, it's just wow. Valentine's Day is the worst. <laughs> um, and then he also hates stupid ads for Christmas related items, specifically the bad acting. <laughs> they got to get the ads out fast, Josh. Yeah, and, and under budget too, so yeah. they have to hire the lowest lowest priced actors they can get, and they have to put the uh, scripts together in in fifteen minutes. And uh, I understand, <laughs> I understand why you hate this. Yeah, two words: yep. production value. Production value. All right, and then there's a bonus one here just for me. Okay, thank you, Josh. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what he says, and then I'm gonna have to explain it. Okay. He hates being a kid, right? And putting your hand down your stocking, uh-huh. only to be greeted with what feels like spiders. All right, now now my interest is peaked. Yes. So, when we were little kids, I can't I don't remember exactly how old we were, but we have these long stockings, right? That you know for go over the fireplace. And so you can't just, like, grab something out of it. You have to dig your hand deep in there. Right. So my dad, in the (laughs) sadistic way that he does things sometimes, (laughs) thought it would be excellent to put little plastic, uh, like, spooky bugs down. Like from Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Like Like, leftover Halloween stuff. Like like spiders. Like those rings that that are spiders, but you just cut like the ring part off and now it actually looks very much like. No. Like you just go to the, to like the dollar store and they have like little bags of plastic bugs. (laughs) Yeah. Like little cheap things like spiders, scorpions, cockroaches, (laughs) real weird stuff. Right. Merry Christmas kids. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I the one year we did it, and the first year, yeah, it scared the living crap out of me <laughs> because I'm like, ah, what is that, right? But then that became a yearly thing. <laughs> and the other Christmas, you can't do that more than once. It became no, no. That's the thing. It it has become a Christmas tradition. Like if you were to go home for Christmas this year, there'd be bugs in your stocking. There would be yeah. When I was 21, there were bugs. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> It was amazing. Oh, it's, that's it, great. It, it did not fail. So, yes, Josh, I hate that as well. Not because it's scary, just because it's like, we're doing this again. Yeah, enough. We're doing it. it again. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, from your dad's perspective, I'll tell you, I'll give you the dad perspective on it. It's not funny to you, but it's funny to him. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing. He thinks it's hilarious. Right. He sure loves he every second of it. So, I guess good for you, dad. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> So then uh, we have a final hate here, and this is because it's it, it, this was the best one in terms of rantiness. Right. It was it was a very good rant. It's so, very eloquent. Yes. So we're going to we're, – we're calling this now I, – I think we should make this a weekly thing. Okay. Rant of the week. Okay? Cool. So the listener rant for the week goes to Bill from Facebook. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Bill hates candy canes flavored other than peppermint, fruitcakes, cars with reindeer antlers and Rudolph nose attachments, eggnog without booze in it, and oh yeah, that song about grandma getting run over by a reindeer. <laughs> uh, you know what I like about Bill is that he's pithy. Yes. He says, says what he needs to say quickly, packs a lot of anger into one, into, into, into one short little message. It's great. Yeah. I'm going to Pithy. disagree right off the bat with Bill, though, because I hate peppermint. <laughs> so candy canes flavored other than peppermint, I'm on board with those. But just about everything else on here, I'm with you, Bill. Uh, I'm not a big fan of fruitcakes, particularly if I have raisins on it. I won't touch it. Uh, cars with the antlers in the in the nose. Those antlers are no different than football team car window flags. I was just going to say, that's, that's kind of that's, that's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing, right? Just instead of having a, a football team on it, you've got antlers. <laughs> Eggnog without alcohol in it. I mean, I hate eggnog just in general. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, here's the thing about you know, you go to the store and you buy the eggnog that, that they get at the store, and I used to love this stuff, but I realize a half a cup of this has 180 calories in it. <laughs> 
How do they get ha- I mean, pour pour yourself a half a cup, a half a cup of anything, and then imagine 180 calories being in that cup in that area. That's got to be the most dense thing in my house. Whenever it's in my house, <laughs> most calorie dense food you yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. So I'm with you on this. If if it doesn't have alcohol in it, I'm not drinking it. And actually, if it does have alcohol in it, I'm probably also not drinking it. I'll say, uh, what's in that eggnog? They'll say rum. I'll say, uh, let me have that, but instead of the rum, give me vodka and hold the eggnog. <laughs> so and then just put ice in it, and I'll drink that. The grandma got run over by a reindeer. You know. When that song came out, I was like seven, eight, nine or ten. I was young, very young. And oh, how I thought that song was funny. Um, but then by the time I'm, you know, 18 years old, 19 years old, and then it's still on the air. And now I'm, I'm in my 40s and it's still on the air. And it's, no, I'm done with this song. This song needs to go. We need to have a funeral for this song. Interesting. Do you think people got uh, that kind of upset about, like, uh, rocking around the Christmas tree and stuff? No. No, because those aren't novelty songs. Those are... Um, they're they're talking... Like, it's it's Christmassy, but it's not silly Christmassy. Right. Yeah, it's... It's not, it's, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Exactly. It's, Who the hell wants a hippopotamus for Christmas? Right. Do you understand how aggressive hippopotami are? <laughs> Go is ahead. Is that the plural of hippopotamus, great. or is it hippopotamus? Where did where did where did little Sally go? She's gone. <laughs> it's right. Hippopotamus up and left with her in her stomach. <laughs> right, it's gone. All right. So that's all the listener hate we have. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening to our Christmas special. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year. Uh, if you want to help us out, you can share this podcast with someone you think would enjoy it. You can also rate us on Facebook or on iTunes. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash things Joe hates. Our email address is things Joe hates podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, things Joe hates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for things Joe hates. Thank you.